Oh, look at that click. Oh, that felt so good. Okay. You're so weird. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Admissions Uncovered podcast. It's the college admissions podcast for the students, by the students. Tonight is a very special night. We are recording it on March 27th at 9.49 Eastern time. Excuse you, 8.49. the day before... Uh, we run on Central, Central time. time plebeians. You plebeians. But regardless of what time zone you're in, I mean, as long as you're in the United States, I guess, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow is a big day. It is Ivy Day, March 28th, 2019, where all the Ivy League schools and a few other schools will be releasing their decisions. So we're going to talk about how we're feeling the night before Ivy Day Eve how we're going to open the decisions, and how we're going to deal with the results. So, and as a disclaimer, because it's being recorded so late, the edit job will be very, 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 very <laughs> light. Which is why you heard all those varies, because usually I would cut those out. So this is just going to be raw emotion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, let's start with how are y'all feeling right now? Besides tired. Nia, you want to go first? You should go first, Dominic. You're the emotional one here. <coughs> I'm the emotional. Okay. okay. It's been a... That was the best right, joke okay. of the podcast. You need to, you should have seen Dominic. He's, um, he's, he was very antsy today. Ooh. All right. All right. Let, let me explain. <laughs> Dominic can't be seen to have emotions in public. He must correct the record. Uh, so far, I, I've heard back from about half of my school. So there's there's a lot still out there. I have six coming back tomorrow, which is crazy. That's already in a, like a huge amount of schools. They're all at the same time. I'll get into later about when we're talking about how we plan to open them, my crazy situation tomorrow uh, at six o'clock when they come out central time. Because the Emissions Uncovered podcast runs on Central Time. <sighs> I gotta say, I'm uh, I'm, I'm pretty nervous. Um, the, the ones that have come back, uh, I've had some good safety and mid-tier ones in there. But the problem is, you know, a lot of the financial aid is uh, just not there right now. Yeah. So definitely looking for more schools to come back. Uh, trying to have a good option when it's all said and done. Um... There's been, there's been a little bit of bad news this past week, so that hasn't contributed too well, but hopefully it will all it will be all good tomorrow. We'll definitely do another episode uh, probably next week talking about taking all this, the stuff that we're talking about now and turning that into making your decision from the schools that you hear back on Ivy Day or any other days. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, <laughs> I'm normally a pretty a pretty He's calm a very person, safe person, as you would say. I gotta yeah, safe is the right <laughs> word. Yeah, safe. I gotta keep it together, you know. It's uh, it's it's building. <laughs> so I'm definitely ready for it to be over. And you know when Dominic has emotions, you know it's an emotional time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Literally? I mean, look, I understand too. I understand too. He's, 
Because I was also kind of like you, Dominic, like very chill about it. Like, uh, it's, I think it'll be fine. I think I'm fairly confident, that type of thing. But the week before, the night before, when I had nothing else to yeah. do, no more trips to go on, no more scholarships to interview for, not much schoolwork, just kind of just like staring at a blank wall, you know, counting down the seconds. Yeah. It's, it's a freaky time. And I don't yeah. envy y'all at all. <laughs> <laughs> well... I don't know. I don't know exactly how I feel. It's kind of weird. I'm, I think I'm pretty like chill right now because I'm only waiting on um, four more schools tomorrow. So I've heard back from all my other schools and I kind of, in my case, like with each school that comes out, I do this thing where I kind of rank like, okay, all right, if um, these were those only schools that I got into which school would kind of be on the top of my list and why so I've kind of like already thought through it and there's some schools that I feel like I would be pretty happy going to but also I feel like tomorrow about I don't know in the afternoon or even like 15 minutes before like for all these other schools even if like it wasn't like such a build-up to Ivy Day like my heart literally started racing like five or ten minutes before it hit like five o'clock or five thirty, so I feel like that's also gonna happen tomorrow. But honestly, like you never know. I hope, I hope it goes well. But the financial aid for the schools that have come out for me have been pretty similar, and they they've been pretty good. So I don't think I'm as stressed as I thought I would be. But I definitely think I'm gonna be stressed tomorrow, like when it finally hits that. Like oh my gosh, I'm about to open it. Yeah, adding on to that heart racing point, let me tell you, for any of you who have not experienced the joy of opening up a college decision, <laughs> that is such a uh, emotion-rich time, so much anxiety, anticipation, your heart is definitely racing. It's adrenaline, uh, it's an adrenaline rush. It, there's a lot of adrenaline there, yep. It is It is a crazy time, you kind of, uh, I don't know, I enjoy it. Yeah. What's funny was- <laughs> It's fine. I mean- Unless it goes poorly, and then yeah, wow, you know, like you cannot mimic that wow. that adrenaline rush. There, it is. It is very. It's it's. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just you. It's very weird. If you haven't experienced it yet, I hope you do because it is a very interesting experience. I mean, you know, Dominic. Dominic doesn't have many opportunities for adrenaline, so it might just be him. <laughs> what do you? He's mean? a very safe person. He just goes on his day. He's like, it's a mindset, you know. If it's cold outside, it's a he'll be wearing a jacket. It's the Dominic he's like, Siski mindset. He's like, it's a mindset. It's eighty degrees outside. He has that same jacket on. I asked him, "What's wrong with you?" He's like, "It's a mindset. It's the same thing." Just imagine Dominic standing there really still like a bodyguard it's a mindset okay let me let me tell you catch me at the end of this year it's may in texas me like 90 degrees i'll still be wearing that hoodie oh my gosh i promise you the signature sisky hoodie you gotta have that hoodie but also adding on with the whole like adrenaline thing (laughs) me getting us back on track (laughs) what's what was really funny is like so uh, like a lot of the school's decisions come out at like 5 p.m and the thing is if you listen to this podcast you know most of us take the train and if we get on the right train 5 p.m is always the time when you hit the tunnel so at exactly 5 p.m oh my gosh right like we pass through this tunnel where there's absolutely no signal 
So it's really, it's really interesting. Sometimes I've like, um, like I all press like open, like barely right before we get into the tunnel and I see my decision. And then sometimes I like wait until I get through to the other side. And those like three minutes, my heart is legit like racing because I'm just like, (laughs) oh my gosh, oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so it's pretty, pretty insane. But um, I don't know. It's really weird. Like the feeling, even if it's a school that I might not be like super anxious about, it's just like when you get to those like two minutes before it's going to be released, then you just like can't help but feel kind of like this rush. I mean, it's so understandable, right? Because this is the moment you've been waiting for for months now, if not for many of us, years. So relish the moment, I guess. Enjoy the few precious moments before, you know, you find out. Get out of the tunnel. What happens. You get out of the tunnel and your internet finally starts to work. (laughs) I mean, so y'all have had a few decisions come back already. Obviously not maybe like your dream school, your top school has come back. Um, But how do you prepare for that moment? I'm thinking particularly about the expectations game. Because, you know, to me, if you have high expectations and you don't get them, it's bad. But if you have low expectations and you exceed them, it's really amazing. Now, I I didn't take this advice. So I know (laughs) it's hard to take the advice. But you know, what are, what, what are you thinking kind of going into it, your mindset, to borrow the Siski mindset term? <laughs> well, I will say I'm, I'm pretty similar to Michael in the, the confidence aspect in that I think when you're applying to these schools, you need to have a, or I think it's good to have a certain level of confidence. You have to, like, yeah. In your abilities, yeah, you just have to. Like, to put out these applications, to see these low acceptance rates, to see what it takes in these schools, you have to be confident in your ability to do it. And I just personally would rather have an expectation rather of success than the expectation of failure. Um, Obviously, it depends on the school. But in general, I like to go in with a a successful expectation. A lot of the time it is... Um, I don't know. I, I think it can be tough when your expectation is not right. Uh, but I think just as a mindset to use my mm, own term mindset, <laughs> I think it's better for yourself to go in, to have your true expectation rather than to like, say, Oh, I'm going to go in thinking I'm not going to get in anywhere. And then if I don't get anywhere, I'm, I'm fine. Well, you're not really fine because you just got rejected from all of your schools. But, you know, I, th- I think you, obviously you got to live with whatever comes back. That's definitely st- all stuff that's bouncing around my brain right now. But uh, <laughs> we will find we out. We will tomorrow. see. Yeah. So in my case, I don't know if you're like me. Um, I definitely don't think I have as much like confidence as Dominic does. But it's not, it's also not a bad thing if you're just like a person who kind of likes to be like safer. I don't, I don't know. Dominic is safe, but in like a different way kind of thing. Wait, I'm safe. Hold up. How am I safe and confident at the same time? <laughs> you're safe in everything else, in all your interactions yeah. with the <laughs> worlds, human beings, you're safe. But when it comes to college admissions, you live, you live dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, like, for me, it's weird. So, I don't really go... Okay, I... It's hard to say, like, for sure, like, affirmative. Like, I go in and I'm not always, like, I'm, like, I'm gonna get in, like, for sure, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, I just think that's kind of setting yourself up. Like, it's too emotional for me, I feel like, just to just do that. And if, worst case scenario, you're handed with a rejection... So, I don't know, I'm weak. I don't think I could take that. But it's weird. I I was talking about this this afternoon. But I feel like sometimes, like, I'll get this feeling. It's weird. I don't know if any of y'all get it. But sometimes I just, like, kind of know and have a feeling. I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm going to get in here and maybe not here or something like that. And it's really weird. I don't know if it's because, like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or something. But Did you consult your astrologist before? <laughs> But it's weird, like, I've... I'm sorry, that was dickish. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but I don't know. I gotta tell you, I've been pretty spot on. Like, actually, for real, for real, for real. Because I was thinking about this um, before I got my decision back today. And I was like, you know, it's pretty hard, but I feel like I'm gonna get in. And see, I got in. But hey, you know. But if you're like me, who you're not, like, you can't you can't just be, like, super confident. And you you kind of always, like, doubt yourself. Or there's a part of you that's, like, unsure and doesn't want to, like, kind of um, just, like, tell yourself that you're going to get in. Then that's also okay, too, because, like, because, like, if you're doing your application and you're submitting it, you're not going to get rejected just because um, on the inside you think you're not going to get in or anything like that. So just, like, kind of do and deal with it how you think is most appropriate for you if you're the person who likes to um, be on the safer side and just kind of... um, start low and if you get in then you're just gonna be very happy and full of emotion and if you don't then for me I feel like you're kind of already in that mindset but also you shouldn't be too hard on yourself and think too like low of yourself because that's also not good because if you did take the time to apply to those schools then you probably a part of you thinks that you deserve to get in yeah i mean jokes aside i definitely believe in the strength of intuition and kind of just like a gut feeling about things you know obviously like don't trust your gut for every single decision (laughs) like you have a brain that's probably smarter than your stomach at least hopefully um so but but i like recognize the power of it especially because you know you kind of have like sublimable subconscious evaluations of your application that i think are probably relevant um so i mean i get i get you know having that type of like weird feeling before i guess um i guess like when it comes down to the expectations game i don't really have much that i think is relatable because i was confident going in which is probably a bad idea and it ended up well being fine but I can't imagine me being that confident going in and it being a disaster and and my emotions <laughs> afterwards. Right? Uh, like I mean, Dominic, no, no, no. I didn't mean to like scare No, I people. don't think I don't think I was confident as you were going in or as you were going into it. Yeah. Um just having like I don't know. Like seeing what you went through yeah. like last year as far as decisions uh i think i'm like better prepared to know how much like confidence is good and then how much is too much but we shall see yeah 
I mean, I think it's important to kind of take stock of what you, you already have, right? Like, game plan out the worst case scenario. And, you know, I don't know if well, this I is have. the healthiest thing to do all the time. Well, okay. <laughs> but, you know, like, taking stock, the worst case scenario is not a total unmitigated disaster, right? Like, you already have a school you're going to... You know, for us, again, we're really lucky to live in a state that has pretty solid flagship public institutions like UT, Austin, University of Texas at Austin. You know, taking stock of things and taking it in perspective, even if Ivy Day doesn't go, you know, the way we want it to for, for you, for, for you guys, for all of our listeners, th- there's always still a backup. Is I guess how I would recommend thinking about expectations. Mm-hmm. I didn't follow my own advice, but yeah, <laughs> I will give advice anyway. Like I mentioned before, kind of my approach is, is basing it off this. See, this is why you have things like safeties and mid-tier schools. Because when you look at it, you know, Ivy Day, like all these schools. But you really got to think about it in perspective. Like these schools, there's a reason so many people apply to them. If you Like there's a reason they're in the Ivy League. Like they're very, very competitive schools and they're probably thousands of other students who are applying and just like also sitting here tonight. Um, um, You never know going through the same emotions as you. So you can't be too down or like too harsh on yourself if tomorrow like things don't work in your favor because you're like applying for the top of the top of the top like top tier schools they reach schools for a reason if you watch any of our episodes like you know um they're a reach school for almost anybody so you should always take time and look back at your mid-tier schools and the safety schools that you picked a few months ago there there has to be reasons that um drew you towards these schools there's a reason that you apply they're like programs that you like about these schools so what i would do is just like think back about like one school that you've already gotten into and just kind of um don't just like overlook it because you're like, oh, okay, no, like Ivy Day tomorrow. But just really think about like why you wanted to apply and why you might want to go to that school in the first place. Because I think if you have something that's secure, you're, you'll feel much better than if you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be screwed if I don't get into any of the schools tomorrow. Because all these schools probably have like four or 5% acceptance rates and they're definitely like so many more people that are going to get rejected than accepted. So I think the expectations game is something that's really important for us to talk about and for everybody to think about going into tomorrow. But I also think it's also important to kind of have a very much more practical plan about how you're going to open your decisions, because, you know, we all know how emotional this is going to be. And maybe it isn't the best idea to be opening it in the line for a Starbucks coffee (laughs) on the train. Um, So... On the train, yeah. So, I mean, I remember, I kind of remember how I opened the decision. Um, so, I was riding the train back home. So, I got home at around 5.30, right? So, decisions were out for 30 minutes. But I knew I was not going to be opening those letters, you know, in a moving car with my mom frantically driving home, right? That would have been bad. <laughs> um, I went back home. I distinctly remember this. I went back home. I ran up the stairs into my bed. I locked the door. I sat on the edge of my bed. I opened my big laptop and then opened this all the all the tabs of the school, like frantically kind of like typing away and like, you know, mashing buttons on my keyboard. And you know, this is going to sound very pretentious, but, you know, 
Who cares? I <laughs> opened up the schools from the order I was most likely sure I was going to get in to the one I was least likely sure I was going to get in based on you mm. know, rankings of schools, how I felt about my applications. And I also mixed in a little bit like, do I care if I get into the school or not into it? And if I didn't care, I stuck it kind of near uh, the beginning. Do you want to um, tell us that turned out to be how you the order yeah the order of those schools after all this careful calculation all the thought that went into <laughs> into this process <laughs> I will share again it's going to sound pretentious but again who cares <laughs> um I don't know the exact order in the middle wow but I definitely had Cornell at the beginning you can tell us the story about that Cornell after <laughs> oh yeah there's a story oh take us through. Take us through the emotion too, okay. Michael, as you're Tell us the these. order. All right. All right. Dominic set a good example for emotions this episode. I got to follow his lead. <laughs> um, so the order, Cornell first, right? Obviously, because it's Cornell, right? Michael, what, what, what no, happened, no. Michael? no, 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 don't I'm going like to get that. through the order of the list first. Oh, no, you just wait. The story gets even better when you hear what happens. Uh, Listeners, so- you are in for a treat. Let me tell you. So I, knowing Michael now, I cannot imagine like what he was doing during this time. Oh, it's gonna be great. Be quiet, y'all. <laughs> this is my story. <laughs> it was Cornell first, then it was Brown, then it was Princeton, Columbia, Penn, Yale, and Harvard. And I stuck Princeton kind of in the middle because I got waitlisted, so I was fairly sure. Or I got deferred mm-hmm. from early action, so I was fairly certain it was going to be a pretty big rejection. Um, so the reason why I started off with Cornell was because I am I was fairly certain I was going to get into Cornell. Right? Like, my application was gold for Cornell. And, <laughs> and I stand by that. My application for Cornell was Amazing. <laughs> amazing. And I thought it would be a nice confidence boost, right? You know, I get into a Cornell. It's like, ah, I have a solid baseline. All these other schools, who cares if I get rejected or, you know, admitted because I have this solid baseline. Turns out I get rejected from Cornell. Oh. And and uh, I don't even just get rejected. I get one thing worse than a rejection. I get the transfer option. I'm invited to apply again to transfer into the school. Ooh. <laughs> it was so infuriating. It was so <laughs> infuriating. Like, just give me a decision. Like, you've already prolonged decisions for so long. You're going to tell me you're going to prolong it for a year before you make a final judgment on my application? Oof. Please, no. No. And so I was anxious at this point, right? Because Cornell was supposed to be the nice ego boost that got me up and happy. I got mm-hmm. rejected. I took an L. <laughs> and suddenly, cool like, the world was falling. Um, it was not good, right? It was not good. So how long did it <clears throat> take you I... to open up the next one? Oh, like a second. I was like, no, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. I have to find out what happened <laughs> next. Uh, it turns out I got into Brown, um, Penn, and Columbia. So I had really good schools. I, I was super happy. But then I was then I got a little too cocky. I was like, ooh, I got into these schools. That means I must be able to get into Harvard and Yale, right? <laughs> 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 I suck at this expectations game. I'm starting to realize. I really do. The second I get a good news, I'm like, oh, I must have even better news coming down the road. 
which was not true because I took an L from Yale and got waitlisted from Harvard. Um, but, you know, I was a little disappointed by Harvard and Yale, obviously, but I still was overjoyed. And I, I remember running down the stairs and yelling to my mom, 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 I got into Columbia, yeah, Columbia, Penn, and, and Brown. And I was so excited. Um, and he actually, just yeah, I was about to say. He was so excited. <laughs> He just had to get it out. He's like, mama, 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 Okay, she was I, like, son, settle down. What are you even saying? I, I definitely hear you. did stutter. I remember stuttering too, like running down the stairs, kind of like out of breath, like mom, 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 mom. <laughs> and I remember the order of the schools too. So I started off with Penn and Brown. Right, and I took a pause after Brown because I want to, you know, dramatic effect. Right, I, I'm a very, mm, you know, yes. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcast personality. I know how to use effective pauses. Um, <laughs> and so, my mom thought that was the end of the list, and she's like, "Is that it?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> she hit him with it. Oh no, and Michael, was like, what happened? Excuse me, that isn't good enough for you. <laughs> But luckily I hit her with the Colombian. She was like, oh, okay, we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's my story of what happened in my emotionals at that time. Uh, to be mm-hmm. clear, Brown and Penn are amazing schools. And I, when I received those acceptances, <laughs> I was super duper happy too. I was overjoyed, right? Um, so my mom was very long wrong to react in the way she did. Um, but so... To clarify things, getting in is amazing. Getting in anywhere like that is amazing. Um, but yeah, that was my, that's my story. Um, I feel like I had a question at the beginning of this and I just kind of just like went on. <laughs> that <laughs> wonderful story. Thoughts? Thank you, Michael. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry if I sounded pretentious, but you know, if you've joined us this far, I'm sure I've sounded pretentious before. <laughs> So next week or in a future episode, we can definitely recount our experiences just like Michael did. Uh, But I will quickly go through a uh, scenario in which it might be a good decision to prolong opening it right at the time it is open, just like Michael did in the car. Um, I'll start it with the early decision one. So I had this big calculus final, um, like right around when early decisions were coming out. And Nia and I had the same final at the same exact time and decisions that came out around the same time before the final. Um, I chose to wait until after the final opened mine. Nia chose to open hers before. Um, they didn't work out, but I think both options were good Were good choices for each of us. I think Nia was more worried about like being anxious about waiting and not having it opened. Whereas I was worried about like being too uh, emotional after the opening of it to be able to focus on the the thing. So to preface what I'm about to say, like take it with, you know, how you think you'll react and what you think is best for you. But tomorrow, as we were recording this the night before Ivy Day, I have this big, like, scouting dinner for anybody that listens to the podcast. You know I'm big into scouting. So I have this big scouting dinner where I have to go on stage and, like, introduce a ton of fancy people. And it's a big thing to where I cannot be going up there with tears in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) All distraught. I I can't do that. So although, like, the dinner starts after, it's, like, 630 and decisions come out at 6. So I can't be doing that. 
That's not going to be a thing. <laughs> um, so I will at least hold off. Like, here's what I'm planning on doing. Obviously, it all goes out the window once those come out. You never know what you're going to do, like, just uh, spontaneously. But the plan is I'm at least going to wait until my part is over. And then either I, like... Do it in the car on the way home. But after listening to Michael, that might not be a good idea. Uh, so I may just get home first. Because if I'm going to make it through the whole dinner without checking in, I may just go home. But I also might just home. like, I also might just get like super anxious about opening it and just like leave the dinner real quick, go to the bathroom and <laughs> open them up in there. <laughs> we will see. That's, that's actually what I did for my rice opening and my northwestern opening because both times i was at some like scholarship thing oh a scholarship um, thing and i took a big fat l from northwestern so i was not great networking that night with fancy donors i was very distraught (laughs) i got into rice and i was amazing at that dinner i would i was i was as the kids say on point kids still say that right sure I believe so. Right. Okay. okay. You're younger, Michael. I am younger. What do the kids you. say? I, what do the kids say? That's right. <laughs> I'm a kid to you. You're an adult. You respect your elders, Michael. What are you doing? For the record, Dominic is how many days older than Michael? Six. Six days older. <laughs> six days. But six years younger in age. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to do something pithy. Okay? I think, <laughs> okay. But what time does the dinner end? Uh, I don't, I don't really know. I think, I mean, I imagine it'll be PM. like, no, 830. It can't be more than like two hours. That'd be insane. I would actually leave and go to the bathroom to open them. Do you speak towards do the beginning or the but, end? Um, uh, it's kind of in like. I mean, there's the dinner, like, portion of the dinner, so that's at the beginning, so it'll probably be What if be you're, like, eating, like, a piece of steak, and you're like, hmm, and you're just like, screw it. You think that could happen? I definitely would not open it, like, at the table I'm at. Why not? Um, yeah, especially because I'm sitting with, like, nobody I know, so that'd be, like, really, really weird. Just, like, randomly start crying <laughs> in the middle of the dinner. It's a bad luck. People think I have stage fright. <laughs> I don't want to give off that impression. So um, I'll just wait. I'll wait a little bit. Yeah. Who knows what'll happen. I might just like turn my phone off or give it to somebody else and say, Lock it whatever away. I say, don't give this to <laughs> Lock me. it away in a safe. Yeah. Give it to your dad. Throw it to the bottom of the ocean. And then you're going to have to scuba dive. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting night. You're going to tell us first, right? We'll We're going to see some good news in the admissions uncovered group chat, right? Yeah. <clears throat> or I can just mimic like... What I've been typing. <laughs> no, it's alright. I will, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll give you the live feed, too. I will, uh, actually, <laughs> I, do like, I do like Michael's advice of, um, I like Michael's advice of having all the tabs open. Yeah, free um, game. Especially it. if, free like, one it. doesn't work out. Especially if you're doing it on a phone, right? Because, like, you gotta, it's Dominic, a lot more work do not to do, do it on, on your phone. phone. I'm gonna do it on my do phone. Do not do it on your phone. I'm gonna do it on do my phone. Do not, no, Dominic, no, no. <laughs> Your phone's gonna crash. Your phone is so <laughs> bad. This is gonna curse, but then I realize iTunes would flag us. But don't do it on your phone. But I have to. You know, we gotta give that that full review of whether a computer or phone is better. 
That's so how I'll dedicated have, we are here at the Admissions Uncovered podcast. I'll have separate Safari tabs. It'll be all good. I'll have them all pulled up. I will log in because you still have to click to see the the thing yes. anyway. Yes. So I will I will have them logged in. I'll just flip between things to be real quick. Do you have an order? But I definitely I agree with yeah, yeah. So I was speaking about the order. I I like Michael's orders of like I think trying to get that confidence booster, obviously, you know, it didn't work out in his case. Nope. <laughs> but generally, trying to get that confidence booster is good. Again, if you're applying to Ivies, like, there really is no confidence booster there. Fair. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because they're all Ivies, right? Uh, but I think, also, I like the order of, like, building up to ones you really en- you really like. Uh, because you don't want to start off with, I mean, it's all over in, like, what, a minute? Or, like, two minutes? Right. Once you get through all these and you got to live with it forever. But in the moment, I think it would be bad if you opened up like your dream school first and then you were like devastated the rest of the time or you're just like overjoyed and then you're done. But I think if you like build up to the enjoyment or got all those acceptances earlier on before building up to your dream school, then that would be in my opinion, the best way to do it. Obviously, it's different for each person. Do it how you think you should do it. But that's how I'm going to do it. But have some plan, I think, for everybody. Like, know in your yeah. mind how you're doing it, where you're doing it. Don't just kind of flippantly do it like in an airport bathroom stall or something like that. <laughs> I don't know why I just came up with that. but Oh, that actually reminds me. The point is, have um, One of the schools that yeah. came out on Saturday. What about you, Nee? Do you have a do you have a game plan? Oh wait, sorry, I was on mute before so you didn't hear what I said. But um one of the schools that that <laughs> we're so good at podcasting. <laughs> one of the schools that actually came out on Saturday. It was funny. I was at um a DI competition in Corpus Christi and this school came out and it came out at like 12:31 p.m. And we had finished our competition and we were like, we were eating and I went to the bathroom and then like, I was in the stall and I was like, what would happen if I just opened it right here and right now? And I was like, no, never mind. I don't think I want to like think back and remember <laughs> the scenery, but I ended up opening it like right outside of the bathroom. So, hey, you never know. But um, a lot of my schools have been opened on the train and it's weird, like, Sid, um, he's been on the podcast before. He's been, like, the first one to find out about a bunch of my decisions. Like, I got so excited. Like, I tapped him, and then he woke up. And then, so, it was pretty good. Um, but my plan? So, I think my mom said she wanted just to, like, go out and um, eat tomorrow and just kind of celebrate the schools that I already got into. Like regardless of um, good idea, good idea. Regardless of what happens tomorrow, so I think we're probably gonna do that. But I think I'm going to go home. I usually get home at like a, around five thirty. Um, not sure if I want to check it on my laptop or on my phone. Um, laptop, please, <gasps> please. So just kind of like uh, just like maybe go to my room, open it. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm not. I'm not even going through this tomorrow, and I also feel super anxious. 
I don't know. I'm sure you're y'all are feeling it so much worse, and I, and I've just I don't know. I would not want to go through it again. I guess is what I'll say. You know, like it turned out well for me, so I was extraordinarily happy. But I, I remember the feelings like minutes before, like the day before. I, I remember, I remember not wanting to go to school that day and just be like, "Mom, let me just like stay in bed and like stare up at the ceiling." But she was like, "No, you gotta go. You gotta go. You've had too many absences already." I think is what she said. Um, but I just can't imagine the feelings right now, the raw emotional power right now. Um. Yeah. I mean, so if y'all don't have anything else or like, you know, advice, thoughts on how to do y'all have any more thoughts on like game planning your <coughs> acceptances? <coughs> Not really. Um I don't believe so. Okay. Um, so, you know, I obviously want it to work out for both of you and for everybody listening to this. I, I want, you know, I just think, I mean, obviously, like, obviously I want everybody to get into wherever they want to go. Um, but sometimes it doesn't happen. And in fact, oftentimes it doesn't happen for these schools that have ridiculously low single digit acceptance rates. So, you know, I think we can do a larger episode on this later on, more fleshed out, but at least for tomorrow and advice for tomorrow you know how do you think we should think about rejection especially when it comes to like the day after the evening after i'll go first since i have some thoughts on this okay you know i i think that the first thing i i will say is you know the logical thing that every single teacher is going to tell you every single adult is going to tell you the college admissions decision does not decide your future permanently, right? Like very practically it matters for your first job after college. And after that, they care much, much more about your job experiences. Even more than that, you can go to an Ivy league school and still end up being a disaster in life, right? Like getting an Ivy league education does not mean you're going to be a good, successful person. You have to put in effort into college, into your education, you have to be a fundamentally good person in your heart, deep down in your heart. So, you know, this is not the end of the road. It's it's just one step along that road. And, you know, Ivy League decisions are such a crapshoot. Even as an admissions counselor, I know that this is this is such like an emotional game. It's not a science. It's an art. I keep saying that, but I think it's so true, especially when it comes to having these low acceptance rate where it's just trying to find minute, small, non-existent even differences between candidates and applicants. So, you know, don't let this be a reflection of you because it's not. It's a reflection of how other people think about you. It just so happens that those other people have power. But in every other situation, what matters should be how you think of yourself, not what some rando from across the country thinks about you. You know, your opinion about yourself, your friends' opinions about yourself, your family's opinions about yourself, those who actually know you matter so much more than just a random person's. Now, I, I all I said is true. But as someone who went through it and went through rejections, particularly when it came to early, early schools, it doesn't help. It's going to suck if you get rejected. And 
I, I, I don't think like logicking it out will be helpful. It's going to be bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, like we're going to be honest, right? It's not going to. No, be I agree, happy definitely. Um, but I just Honesty wanted to at least start. Policy. I just at least wanted to start laying out the kind of like, you know, logical thing. But yeah, I don't know if y'all have thoughts right now, but I don't know. Yeah, it's my mindset right now is just, um, I I don't think I've set like extremely high expectations. I'm just like, you know, what will happen? What will happen if I do um, get rejected? Then it's it is what it is. Like I'm, of course, I'm gonna be sad, but then. Like, after, like, overcoming that point, I'm just, like, think I'm just going to take time and just, like, think about the schools that I did get into and just kind of move on from there. But, like, I'm definitely going to be sad and just, like, you're always going to feel that sense of regret. Like, oh, maybe if I um, had done this a little bit more or if I added this or kind of worked a bit more on this and that. But you, like, you just can't be too harsh on yourself and just, like, completely shut down. But you're also allowed to be sad, like don't don't trick yourself into being like oh like happy happy because like then there's going to be that one point where it hits you but it's okay to be sad but yeah you shouldn't like you i think you're honestly like you could be sad like that night and maybe um friday at school but i don't think you it's not going to be healthy if you're just like sad and just like don't want to do anything completely shut down because it's not the end of the world like you're going to be going to college and college is like whatever college you go to i think it's more about how you kind of handle yourself in college and what you you do with that experience and you can definitely i think you can definitely be happy with wherever you're going as long as you have that mindset where it's like okay even if i didn't get to the schools i'm going to be going to this school so you shouldn't be like focused on the other schools too much absolutely yeah you're gonna have a ton of emotions definitely after opening these um, I, I don't really know which ones you'll have personally, uh, but I'll go through a couple of them. So we definitely talked about being sad. Another one I, I found interesting was like, just like the trying, you want to know what's wrong with your application, right? Like you, yeah. you automatically think there's yeah. something wrong. And these, these letters, they send out so many, they're all like, you know, just copy pasted for each person, send out to tens of thousands of people. Like, they don't tell you what's wrong with your application. Especially if you have more out there, you're like, oh my god, what did I do wrong? Why is this not good enough for the school? And I think, you know, obviously in some cases there is something wrong with the application. But in others, like, it's just not holistically what they're looking for. And a lot of these schools, they get so many applicants, they can be very fine-tuned in what they're looking for in applicants. Also, another one uh, that I found interesting, like, I- I've talk to Michael a lot about colleges and like sometimes just if you listen to him the way he talks about certain schools especially ones that like rejected him or whatever it was it, it's, it's very interesting like you pick on the bitterness so you pick out the bitterness and like the the slight anger behind it no, like absolutely. even a year after right absolutely and I was like I've always thought like Michael how can you like say this about these schools well <laughs> let me tell you you will definitely be mad at some schools <laughs> like for the rest of your life right like they're 
let me tell you, <laughs> for the rest of my life, there's gonna be some schools where I'm just not gonna like. <laughs> and I think it's I think it makes a lot of sense, right? Like they don't like you enough to want you as a student. You you don't have to like them as a college. Like it, it, I think it just makes sense. But but, but also uh, like you know some of these emotions might not be the most rational ones. I will admit, <laughs> like my anger toward like Northwestern <laughs> or whatever is like. I'm fine, you know, like I'm doing great. <laughs> Even if Northwestern accepted me, I don't think I would go, would have gone. Um, so I, I think we got to say like some of these things might be irrational, but emotions are emotions. They are what they are. They're your emotions and it's okay to feel. I felt really hippie saying that, but hippie dippy <laughs> saying that, but I think it's true. It's okay to feel. <laughs> now when you say it like that. It sounds like a bumper sticker michael oh no what am i turning into <laughs> do go to columbia i haven't been rejected yet hold up let me <laughs> let me not be mean to columbia refrain right yeah we'll save that for next episode next episode anything else y'all have on you know Man, i'm tomorrow? good you got all your feelings out oh don is getting emotional yeah, until they're re replenished and uh magnified oh, just one tomorrow. thing just like to all our listeners out there, at the end of the day, after you get um, all your decisions back, just kind of, I don't know, it kind of hit me today. Just think about not only the entire college like application process that you went to, but you're almost done with high school. Like in my case, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I survived, what, um, 50 more days and then we're out of here. So just just think about that. And then four more the college, years. Yes, just think ma'am. about it it'll be better but like give yourself some credit and then you know don't just be like <laughs> okay i didn't get into any of these ivies i must be the worst person ever the worst student ever but no, no give yourself some credit for um hopefully graduating high school hopefully you don't do anything crazy the last few weeks um but well do something crazy be, be smart about just it don't be smart let about it have consequences you gotta know how to you gotta know how to pull these things off but anyways, just think about it. Just think about all that you've accomplished. Enjoy your prom. Enjoy graduation. And then it's summer and then college. And yeah, and, and just to echo that, y'all y'all should be so proud of yourselves. You know, both of you, everybody listening for going through this. Pro- it, it, it's such like a draining, difficult, intensive, uncomfortably self-reflective process and just to make it through on the other end, having written solid essays and, and reflecting on four years of high school and 17, 18, 19 years of life, that's an amazing accomplishment. And regardless of what happens, you should be proud. I firmly believe that. Um, but, you know, tomorrow's going to be a really emotional day, you know, for, for everybody. It's emotional for me, even though I'm not even getting acceptances. <laughs> Um, uh, so, you know, I will be on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all day long. I usually am anyways. Um, so if any of you ever want to talk, you know, you know, have questions, want to pour out some feelings, I will be there. We're at admissions.uncovered on Instagram and Facebook. We're at AUPodFM on Twitter. Um, feel free to reach out there feel free to reach out to your classmates your parents you know i i i think you need people around you in your corner right now and 
I think the reason why at least I was wanting to do this podcast is because I wanted to be in your corner because I know, you know, just how awful this is and, and just how emotional it is and just how painful it can be, but also just how happy it can be. Um, so we're there if you need us. Um, but yeah, uh, if you've been listening to us, thanks so much for coming along on this really crazy ride. I hope we've been really helpful and I really hope tomorrow goes well for all of you. Thanks for listening and uh, good luck. Faux show, faux show. Faux show, faux show. Faux show, faux show. Okay. All right, Just y'all good? these good blooper clips, you know? That's true. The, the faux show thing is going to be a bloop. Yes, sir. That will be too. All right. Yes, go. sir. <laughs> okay.